0: Welcome to Rocket Accelerated Geek Conversation. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I am not at WWDC, but Woo. I am joined Woo. by Brianna Wu and Christina Warren, who are together, united yeah. in California. California. How are you guys doing? Good. California. Good.
1: I'm so jealous. We have having party. a blast in the whole California. week. Like we're just talking about <laughs> great how great to, to be here without Simone de <laughs> for ruining our fun. like, we're no, free. it's great. you so are finally breaking the shackles of, of
0: me, me who is usually across the country from you, but is now just slightly. That's more. true. It's like we're shake so it, close. Shake we're so
2: close, baby. So <laughs> I, I... Do that the whole time. no, yeah. I was, I was, yeah. I was trying to be in. I was trying to be like in around. You yeah. know, because because our. Yeah. Look, the way they're gonna mix it, it's gonna sound good. Yeah, no, uh, it's gonna work. I feel I, like.
0: I've always found <laughs> yeah. we needed a backing track just for the whole thing, and maybe my lap love. While we're at it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> actually, we should. Love. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Okay, so people who are listening to the show, we know there are lots of you. We love you all. Please, auto tune Simone's laugh. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes.
2: My current ringtone oh, no. is Taylor Swift style, and the auto the my office loves it. But mm-hmm. if someone is able to auto-tune Simone's last yes. That will become my new ringtone. And then no, I'll that's call gotta be you Yes, you will yes. purposefully.
1: And then and... Rocket can sell the ringtone <laughs> under <laughs> the new Connect thing. Yes,
2: we could do right, that. Yeah. I don't actually even care about selling it. Like, yeah. I make it free for the people. Yeah, but
0: I just want it monetize to be my laugh. I want everyone to be able to experience the joy that my
1: laugh brings. No, 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 brings. no. We monetize. Auto-tuned. It. We monetize. So this is why I'm thinking. Like, we're gonna get into the WWDC news soon, but like Apple Connect with Apple Music. Can yeah. podcasters? Do that because oh. we kind of create. an
2: auto. I you know I didn't ask. I had um um a on background meeting with Apple yesterday. I should have asked about podcasts. Yeah. They did talk about. I mean, obviously they're doing the Apple Radio. Yeah. Um, or excuse me, Beats, Beats One Radio. Right. Beats One. Yeah. And then they are doing. They're revamping iTunes Radio. They're basically fixing it. Yeah. Nice. Uh, What's kind of a
1: mess. Well, let's be honest. Honestly, yeah. what
2: someone at Apple told me was, you know, it was my job to fix iTunes Radio. Yeah. Um, Beast One, it's going to be live and uh, it's going to be really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, since Spotify is getting into podcasts and obviously they're still going to have the podcast app, I do hope that that will be something that I mean we should we should That'd try to apply. I mean very hey cool. Mike Mike and Steven let's uh let's apply to the let's do I, to the um let's do Apple it. Music Connect thing. Let's see what they so say. this is
1: why I was wondering with like Beats uh Beats One like they have different genres, right? Like I was trying to pick from the keynote. Um sort of. So Beats One is just going to be one station. Okay, but there and, are different genres gonna underneath the station. It's or- going to be all around the world.
2: Well, it's going to be a live station where okay. they they broadcast 24-7, so they have a DJ um, coming from Zane Lowe from right. the UK, right. a DJ in New York, and a DJ in LA. Okay. And they'll be broadcasting live. And okay. so you, if you tune into Zane Lowe's show every day, you'll hear Zane Lowe. If you don't right. turn it, tune in live, you can listen to maybe his playlist sure. of what songs he played, mm-hmm. but you won't be able to hear his interviews or his discussions between the sets. Huh. Um, they will in some cases if he interviews someone for instance maybe be able to repurpose that interview over mm-hmm. the weekend or other places yeah, but right. they're trying to turn it into destination right now if you don't tune in live and 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 i was even told look you know this radio station might not be for everyone but maybe you'll listen to it when you're at the gym sure. or maybe you'll listen to it when you're in another scenario mm-hmm. they're going to try to make it kind of what the djs like sure. to listen to and kind of it, it was described to me as being similar to MTV in the early 80s where you might not love every video that's playing, but you have it on because you want the experience of hearing what's going to come next. And they're giving the trust to the DJs to actually... Like play what they want to play, yeah. yeah. So they're kind of um,
0: banking on the the personality and the yes, taste yeah. of the I you mean, b- to make b- it b- unique
2: totally. Because Hot ninety seven, uh, one of one of one of their DJs is is um, the New York guy, and I, I can't remember the 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 girl who's the DJ from L A. But but Zane Lowe, obviously, you know, he's from the BBC. Sure, he's huge. Yeah. Now, that's going to be the one live station. Now, yeah. they will have other genre stations sure. which are curated by actual people yeah, mm-hmm. who pick playlists. And it's kind of, a, you know I mean, it's similar to what Spotify does. Um, they, they bought a company called Tunolingo. And and Google bought Songs, of, which is great. It's going to be that sort of thing. But they actually have music curators who are – and to, and, wow. in, in terms great. of genres they're great yeah, I've
1: awesome. tried everything I've tried radio yeah. audio, or how do you say it out Rdio. Rdio. right I've tried that I've tried Spotify I've tried all of them and Beats is by Beats far is by, far the, best. by
2: and, far the best and so they've, they've kept that going you can still create your own custom stations that'll be more algorithmically based but their whole yeah. approach with radio but, but their whole approach with radio really is they want a human curation experience sure. and mm-hmm. they want experts involved and I think that's actually really smart because one of the things that I've thought a lot about over the last couple of years and we've talked about this when we talk about like the over-the-top um video services right, right is it's great that you can get everything on demand sure. but the problem with that is that there becomes this you know like the the problem of having too much choice sure yeah like when you have access to everything where do you start mm-hmm. one of the reasons i don't see myself ever cutting the cord for instance is i like just being able to turn on the television mm-hmm. and flip channels right, mm-hmm. right. um there's something about radio that is not programmed by a playlist, that is not programmed by an algorithm, which is how Pandora is, which is increasingly how iHeart Media and some of the other major radio, mm-hmm. um, you know, networks are done. There's something about having an actual human who's picking yeah. what they're playing and and making that decision. Um, that is great. And mm-hmm. so I like the idea of A, being able to turn into tune into rather a live radio feed that if I don't catch a certain person's set, I won't hear it again. Yeah. But B, knowing that if I'm turning into a curated radio station, that it's not Pandora telling me this is what you should listen to in alternative right. It's like indie. an association yeah. with It's it. what yeah. an actual expert who they're being paid to listen to hundreds and hundreds of songs sure. and discover stuff every week yeah. to put on and keep you know curated right
0: super helpful i think for getting the correct mood of music or even carrying you through i guess an emotional journey through music that an algorithm wouldn't necessarily be exactly did you just use the phrase
1: emotional journey through music
0: i i really did (laughs) i like that
1: it's a musical journey yeah um (laughs) no i guess um i i would say like you know, the I think a lot about shared experiences. So when they announced yeah. Beat One, I was thinking about how, yeah, you, know, you were talking about with MTV. like mm-hmm. when we were growing up, everyone watch uh, Total yes. Request Live every single <laughs> absolutely every Carson single. I mean who could forget when Mariah Carey
2: came out in just the t-shirt absolutely. pushing the ice cream cart absolutely oh glitter right, what, right. A tra- what a trade <laughs> what a so, trade so I
1: it. think, and I think Beats 1 is kind of trying to bring that yes, like, shared is. experience back and I can't help but note Netflix with Between uh, the Betweeners or Between that just came out they're only releasing one episode a week with that right. which I really appreciate because it that back too. to, uh, to an episodic enjoy. thing yeah absolutely. right I
2: mean and that's been kind of my argument against this on-demand lifestyle it's sure. great and I love the convenience the problem is is that it makes it hard to talk about shows like yeah. we for instance like yeah. we've talked about this we want Orange is the New Black comes out um what is it next week um,
1: or is it two uh, weeks? Tuesday, oh,
2: I'm going to be bitching that thing like a mofo. I I said Brianna, you you, 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 you have it. to catch up on like on. now, like get it done. Your flight back, you, your, your you. flight back, you need all to start the whole watching time. it. You whole time. you do actually. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, like they'll release all the episodes at once, and that's great. The problem is you can't have a discussion about it. Yeah. Yeah. you know, part of the thing about Mad Men when that ended, which was great, and part of the great thing about Game of Thrones, honestly, is that. You know, you have this water cooler aspect. Mm-hmm. You can talk about it, yeah. and music hasn't had that in a long time. You know, MTV had to shift away to more, you know, other types of programming, and that's fine. And but, I, but I like the idea of having something be destination based sure. i don't know if it'll work but i like that they're doing it i like that everyone else is going on demand and that apple is saying with beats one at least mm-hmm. we're going to make you come and
1: and make this a destination i i agree yeah. with you but i think there are two competing interests here that i think that you know, beats one i'm sure i will listen to it it will be music i'm just not interested in you yes. the entire benefit of these additional stations and having like a wider genre of music is um you for people that like different kinds of genres that's represented outside Mm -hmm. the mainstream it's very hard for us to have those kind of shared experiences. Right. Like uh hey you Stephen is sitting right next to me you live in Memphis. When I went to the University of Mississippi I would go up to the gay clubs in Memphis all the time, just to like have a shared get your music, EDM. Yeah. Listening to EDM in a shared experience, like dancing to yeah. it, because you cannot get that anywhere. So no, yeah. I mean, yeah. but I think that's what's great though about the about having both so right. you have
2: the thing where you have some of the best music sharp sure. people and people who are on the cutting edge and right. we're gonna be able to play like and their missive has basically been told don't play mainstream play what you think exactly. should be heard exactly. so i like That's- having an editorial point yeah. of view i really appreciate that so right. you have that but then you also have these experts who are mm-hmm. curating these play who are cur- curating these stations that you can listen to that are you know um different than pandora sure and then if you do want a more pandora experience you can create your own station. Yeah. Um, But I mean, from what I got from Apple, you know, they basically want to improve the situation. They want to make it less about, you know, because right now I think, I do think I love Spotify. I've been a subscriber to Spotify for, for a long, long time and I willingly pay for it. And even with Apple music, I don't think that'll change for at least for a while. Um, but it's hard to know where to start. Sure. Like I, I find yeah. myself listening to the same music and the same artists that I've always listened to. Right. Whereas I don't find that with beats though. Right. I don't exactly. There are all kinds yeah. of new people. Well, one of the that things I've that learned. someone at Apple told yeah. me that they were excited about is that there's this new, um, new, mm-hmm. uh, section of, of the new Apple music app. And what it does is it basically showcases a, the top chart so you can hmm. see what's top what's, what's, what's number that's one on iTunes garbage. what's number one I have no. to say yeah <laughs> that's always bad a, well yeah. sometimes it is but yeah. not only that but also curated based on their music experts sure. what they think you should be listening to huh. so if this came out this week you should hear this oh. whether it's on the chart the or not popular
0: and and is, and
2: is also garbage. taking things based on your own listening habits and hmm. saying since you listen nice. to these things this came out this week from this artist that you
1: like right, right. I, I have to say with Beats Music something I've noticed using it for a long time It's the limited catalog that Beats has had access to Has huge consequences For what their curated experts are able to pick And I see this constantly Like they will recommend the same five albums And you realize (laughs) it's like They have like just a limited amount of stuff They can pick from So it's like you know what, like, uh, you know, Pearl's Girl from Underworld in 2000, we're going to drag that right back out because it's, uh, you know, it's a we'll good never job. escape it. Right. And what I'm excited about is, you know, Gruber was talking about this, how it seems to be, yeah. as far as without some edge cases, it seems to be most of the music there. Yes. So I think that's, Okay, so yeah.
0: iTunes. Because it's basically right, I mean, I mean, the the, music together, it seems to be
1: the entire. I mean, I mean, there's gonna be
0: some exceptions. I very
2: seriously doubt the Beatles will be there. I, um, you know, Zeppelin, there's some that have exclusives, but I think the vast majority is Taylor
1: Swift going to, yes, she is. I've already checked on that. Oh, awesome! I already checked on that. That
2: was the first thing I looked at. Um, speaking of Taylor (laughs) Swift, who is our patron saint, (laughs) yes, she was not at WWDC, Drake was, but Taylor Swift's best friend, Carly Kloss, was at the keynote. Oh. Wow, she uh, she she sent an Instagram. Um, I very upset. We had photos of a lot of the celebrities at um DC at Mashable. We did not see Carly Kloss. Oh I'm very God. upset because had I I would have probably run up to her and like huh. hugged her and then like, you like I could you. have
0: pulled that off. I, you I could am, have. So, yeah. You know, yeah. what?
2: honestly, I think I could have. I was looking really hot yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I was in jeans and t shirt, <laughs> but my makeup was really on point. I yeah, think I totally yeah. could have done it. Yeah. I'm you sorry sure if you're it.
0: going if you're planning to be a homewrecker between Taylor and Carly, I I don't know I don't know Christina. I mean, look, you, I'm not saying
2: gotta- look, I'm not saying I could be a homewrecker between me them. I mean, obviously <laughs> Taylor is going to be her one and only. I'm just saying I could have <laughs> hugged her and been like, "What's up?"
0: That's true, and then she that then taylor you would have vicariously touched taylor swift which then would have
2: meant that this week i mean and and to to make it all about me would have meant that i would have like met my two like icons yeah yeah wow honestly
0: if you have vicariously touched taylor swift i would have flown down to california just so that i could shake your hand no totally i'm just saying i'm
2: just saying since already like the one thing i have left so i interviewed tim cook this week and which is yes Oh my God. We this. do have to talk about of this. Applause By the Ryu, way,
1: this rock has yeah. never had less structure than I've it has never this had less week, structure. So yeah. Yeah. but ha- so you guys. I yeah.
0: have a question about music, actually. Before yes, we be- before we about okay, talk okay, yes, okay, go okay, on. Yeah. I have still, I'm, I have not read about whether we will still be able to purchase individual songs. Yes. We will. Yes, really? so that's they're really going
2: cool. to have actually, yeah, yes, they're okay, going to have separate right. apps. So, for instance, what happens is okay. you know how now the iTunes app mm-hmm. um, is where you buy music. Yes, that will continue to exist. The music okay. app, which is where you play things, that's what the Apple Music experience is now replacing. Huh. So, yeah. if you want to buy songs, that's fine. At the same time, iTunes Match um, will actually is becoming part. They're still going to sell it individually. Okay. but if you are an Apple Music subscriber, mm-hmm. you get iTunes Match already. Yes. So nice. you don't have to pay that $25 a year yeah. if you're an Apple Music subscriber. Sure. So that I, what that means yeah. is that all of your iTunes purchases will be available to you in the cloud, on demand, great. whenever. Great. But also anything you've uploaded. Huh. So that will all be part Very of the experience. Cool. Yes, um, so, yeah, you can still buy individual albums, individual tracks, whatever sure. you want. But the music app itself is still going to be separate from iTunes. Is that just okay. on
1: iOS or is it on uh, uh, It's just OS on 10. iOS.
2: On, on iTunes, I'm not sure what the interface looks like like yeah, they didn't show yeah, it to me yeah. i'm assuming they will probably have a my library thing yeah. like where it is now my library it'll probably say my songs all songs and mm-hmm. that's how the separation will be and then there so will still good. be the mm-hmm. itunes section which right. as you know now is separate anyway yeah to so go to the sort of buy things
0: that is such a good opportunity for integration because I don't think there's anything better for song purchases than streaming and curated playlists. Exactly, that is how you find that is how you find the, that you buy the, the song that you want.
1: Yeah. But song. I also like I I don't know about you, but like I find a song that I like and I will listen to it hundreds of times. Same, I do, yes. I do. <laughs> so I want to buy that. Wait, right,
2: and you can do that. You can, yeah, you know, yeah. Exactly. You can buy it and have it. Yeah. You can also. Yeah offline listening does work. You know, they didn't make that clear. So if you were a subscriber, you can download tracks for offline listening. Oh, Um, really? Yes. Really? Oh, Oh, that's excellent. Because like
1: with Beats, that's one of the best features. Yes, exactly. So they're they're keeping that just same same as Spotify. So
2: And even with playlists, if you're like, I want this playlist to be available offline, I want this album, I want this track, you can do that. So you can be, you know, wherever you want to be. It's, it's. I'm really excited by it. I know some people have been critical, including um, one of my, my best friends at Mashable. But I'm excited because I feel like it's a real opportunity. Like, I feel like Spotify works for a ton of people. And I love right. Spotify. Um, but for people who haven't gone to streaming, by basically saying, we're going to take the iTunes experience mm-hmm. and just integrate the two right I think it's going to work so well for so many people I think it
1: will but I I think I think I I have to be honest I for you and me Christina I think like ten dollars a month I don't even blink no I don't blink at all but I think, like, you have an entire generation of people, like, they, they you know, Simone's generation tends to, like, listen to songs on YouTube yes, as they opposed do. to buying it. You're done. I on. think, like, $10 but a month. we also going subscribe to things right. like
0: Spotify.
1: Right. Well, right? yeah.
0: right.
1: yeah. yeah. what I think is actually kind of their genius
2: thing is their family subscriptions. Yeah. So, Spotify, yes, for absolutely. instance, you know, for t- my husband and I, we pay $15 a month for Spotify Premium.
1: Right.
2: Um, so, I get a 50% discount on the second subscription. Hmm. And that's great uh so instead of paying 20 dollars a month i pay 15 but apple music is gonna let up to six people right subscribe for 15 bucks a month now i'm assuming it's probably gonna be like their other sorts of family plans where you're not gonna all have to be in the same household you sure. just need someone's apple id things yeah so well. you could conceivably simone get with like five other friends yeah
1: i'll put you in my family. yeah exactly so. well, well yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Well, we could have a rocket family plan. We no, I mean, we should, should. We should. I have my rocket
0: wives. Really exactly. should pay for that. Really should so pay we for that. that. I agree. Swift. I agree completely. I agree with that. I no, agree. so
2: I think though, but that's the big thing is that you know, especially families with kids, yeah, you know, or college students even. Like, okay, we've got four people in the family. You're sure, we don't have to pay forty bucks. We pay fifteen.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's I think a really great way to upsell. Yeah, and there's like this legacy thing yes. that you get
1: used because to. Because not right. only that, but
2: also when you do that, you're like, not only am I paying for this, but every purchase I've ever made in iTunes in the last 12 years, right? Right. I have access to. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the one thing Spotify doesn't have is, mm-hmm. is that I don't have my local music. I still right. have to open up the iTunes app for that right. and, and, and use iTunes Match and, and, and stream that. So to have the fact that everything I've purchased literally since 2003 will be mm-hmm. available as well as all the on demand stuff, as mm-hmm. well as these, you know, curated mm-hmm. radio stations
1: and the live radio stuff. Um, I mean I think it's compelling. Yeah. 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 I, I so we have to we have to talk about this, Christine. Yeah. So Matchable had a wonderfully catty piece about the competitors responses yes. to, to, oh, really? to this. It was <laughs> did you read this? Oh, okay.
2: I, yeah. totally, oh, I totally okay. missed yeah. that. Yeah. Totally yeah. miss yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I totally missed that. Oh, <laughs> so oh, Daniel Ek, yeah, uh, yeah. the CEO of
1: Spotify, responded with, with a tweet. Oh, okay. Huh. With no punctuation. No, no by punctuation. The way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god.
2: Yeah. And uh, I think that's a fair response because yeah. I'm going to be honest. During the keynote app, you know, I I got a chance to look at the app after the keynote, and I was way more impressed than I was than what was shown up during the keynote. It was wow. a bad. It was not a great presentation. I also have to say, if you go to apple. Com slash music. Mm-hmm. You know they have a really beautiful website that shows the different features, sure. and they do a much mm-hmm. better job selling it and I think explaining how it works. They have a great comparison thing showing what's free, what's not. A lot of stuff is free, really. So even if you're not, like for instance, the Beats One is free. Oh, um, the other radio stations are free. There will be, you know, you have limited skipping. There will be ads, Um so the like customization,
0: what
2: does. It kind of. I mean, it's similar to like the iTunes radio experience. Oh. Now mm-hmm. they have a lot of that stuff available for free. The on-demand stuff obviously is pay, right? But they're giving you a lot of a lot of stuff for free. Um, the three-month free trial, I think, is really smart. But yeah, no, you're right. You know, Spotify was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I think that was fair because yeah. the presentation wasn't epic. But I feel like, honestly, none of the other music services should feel overly entitled at this point. They all need to be on blast because – and I'll tell oh, you why. Oh. Because this is coming to iOS 8.4. This Uh is not coming to iOS 9. This is coming to iOS 8.4. This is going to come to Windows. This is also going to come to Android in the fall. We're talking about 500 million iOS devices. We're talking about everybody with iTunes. It's going to have access to this. And if you have an Apple ID and that's 800 million people, you get three months of this for free. Mm -hmm. That is – Compelling. If I were Spotify, I would be scared not just – not because their product is any worse, but because you've got to say, is my product good enough – to compete with the
1: ease that Apple is making this. Right. Yeah. You know, I i guess I would say this, and I think this ties into, I guess the reason I felt more forgiving about Drake's kind of, terrible performance <laughs> I, thought I thought drake was I thought, fine I, I i didn't and i re-watched it and i thought he was i i thought he was shaky he was colloquially he was colloquially like he was he was there to appeal to a different kind yes, he of was. audience yeah yes he was but this the audience is, that isn't is, watching the wwdc keynote absolutely So uh,
2: I think wbc has gotten a lot broader than you think that it is i I
1: agree with that, but I think I think there's a, a cool factor. Like this is something I was really struck yes. with watching the the Apple keynote, and I'll get to my point. Like you know, so you have all the Apple execs on stage that are kind of you know dads telling dad jokes, <laughs> yeah. and then you keep, it's not a Spotify event. Spotify right. is way cooler, right? And then they keep they cutting are. away to like you know, hip-hop, heavy beats, like, all this stuff. And you know Apple does not in, like, the juxtaposition of, like... Yeah, frankly, these older white dudes at like Bruce Springsteen. No, definitely. Totally. I mean, they, you know, they, look, they like, like let's they, cut to this awesome well, DJ. They know that they you can't know, look like that well, the, all the right.
0: time. They have to. Have... They
2: like they like Coldplay and Foo Fighters sure. and you know, um, u two. And the thing oh. is, I will say this. Look, I've been to every, I've been to almost every Spotify event in New York City. Um, yeah. I've been to tons of them, and Spotify has fantastic music. And Spotify sure. is cooler. Right. They do a better job with that. You know, the weekend was a good. Um, uh, it was cool to see the laser show Absolutely. at like during yeah. the tech technical
1: keynote that was yeah.
2: awesome, mm-hmm. uh, but um,
1: it was. I mean, I have to say, I wanted them to cut to the developers' faces. Yeah. <laughs> and See, like an entire room of white developers. No, like, I mean, the weekend it was great. It was great yeah. to see the it weekend. It was great music. It but was great stuff. Like, it was but cool. It's th- not Apple. No, I know? mean, like like right. whereas
2: Spotify, their last event, they had D'Angelo and Questla performing. Sure. And it felt more organic. It felt better. And it felt cooler. And I brought. Sp- I mean, I, one Spotify event I was at Frank Ocean. This is when he was at its peak. Showed up. Sure. You know, Spotify has really great musicians. Because I think they're younger They get it a little better Absolutely That's not to say There aren't people at Apple Who get it just as well Because there certainly are They don't But at the keynote level Right It's not going to come across As well So I think you're right on that You know They don't have the cool factor But But go on to your point This
1: is my point Like I think Apple Music And calling Apple Music Is kind of a mistake So if you want If you have an iPhone Or Apple Watch Or Apple this Or Apple that I get it Okay Like but what I associate With Apple Is clean Safe Friendly None of those three adjectives are things that have anything to do with the kind of music I listen to. Right. I like my music to be edgy, hardcore, punk, energetic, mm. uh, cutting edge, you know, like and I think like yeah. of Apple as somewhat of a commodity. So when You're they're right. trying to make it super you know what I mean? Like is this no, no, I is market a really interesting product, interesting yeah. Question. I I think
0: trying I, to like have artists like bring their music like independent artists bring their music onto it and and, they are like connect with people through well connect it kind of
2: almost it right. a,
0: a youtube soundcloud <laughs> vibe
2: well and which, that's totally what they're trying to do yeah. they are trying to trying to be a one-stop shop all where you can do what you would upload to soundcloud or right. youtube but you can do it to, to connect but i do think that maybe we'll work in their favor is that we're going to call it apple music that's the technical name but they're hoping i mean it's just going to be the music app on the phone right, right. i yeah. think they're hoping that it'll be like photos it'll just be music yeah
1: you'll just kind of it'll call around. it music yeah. and you'll
2: just, you'll just expect that it'll be there I guess um, I
1: just felt Beats Was a better brand Um,
2: I mean I think the Beats I think here's the problem I think the Beats Is a great brand for headphones Yeah because they acquired Beats so soon after Beats Music launched, yeah. it never had a chance to build a real brand huh. recognition.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I feel yeah. like if you
2: had kept that name, that would have been a problem. Hmm. I don't think that would have worked. I feel like that always would have had legacy yeah, stuff that think, evolved. I don't know. Apple Beats would have been a cool name. Though. I mean, I think, I think yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that yeah. would have been a, well, I mean, they're keeping Beats one for the radio. Yeah. yeah,
1: Yeah. But
2: I feel like calling Apple Music,
1: really their goal is to just call it music. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to, uh, like I said, that, that Verge piece that came out today, Um, you know, where Apple just turned the entire music industry yeah. <laughs> into a feature for your iPhone, that's, you know? And, and, that, yeah. and that's
2: kind of their goal. And yeah. I think that, I mean, the one thing I will say, despite the presentation, and, and now <laughs> next I want to talk about Kentuck, was that there are people who work there, I know, who I've talked to, who are very who are every bit as cool as the people at Spotify. I think overall Spotify has more people who are, are like on, in public, like who are cooler and, and more engaged. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I would say that the, this is why I'm not underestimating Apple is that I've met people like Ian Rogers, who sure. was the CEO of Beast Music, who is on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I think that underestimating him and underestimating his team and the people that they're putting together would be a mistake. So the delivery I, of it I is agree. going to be better than what Maybe the presentation. the presentation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's two different things. I, I I can't stress just how awesome Beats is. Like They yeah. make the They've done best a great job. EDM service out there. Like UI, it's very apple And watching the keynote, like they're using literal parts from the, the UI, like pick these separate things that you like. Like Beats is a good strong, it's a good fit for Apple.
0: Yeah. So This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Igloo, which is an intranet that, wait for it. Intranet that does not suck. It does not suck. You will like it. You will even, it will, you'll find it easy to use. You may even enjoy using it. You will not be frustrated or confused. Uh, Basically, with Igloo, you don't have to be trapped in the office at your desk to do your work. You can manage task lists from your laptop, from your phone, um, from... Like, the client site, basically everything um, is in the cloud for you, available on mobile, where you often are. So, and the other thing that they do really well is make an interface that is not, it doesn't look like it was made in 1995. Right. <laughs> Which is what most internets look like. Yes, unfortunately, despite the fact that it is indeed 2015, last time I checked. Is it really? Um, is it? Is it 2015? Is that it, the is. Word? it is. Thank God. Yes. So it is really easily configurable as well. You can completely rebrand it so that it actually looks like a workspace that you're comfortable working in, and looks like the, the office that you are representing. So, and you can integrate it with services like Google Drive and Dropbox to make it this one perfect, huge, integrated platform, without any hassle, without any pain, without. Any tears, and they also have really funny ads on their website that I all? definitely watched all of them. So,
1: so Simone, once we get Rocket HQ set up, can we say, make can we make Christina it... and me a Taylor Swift internet yep. full of Taylor Swift videos and music? We Absolutely, do that? I could probably you do can that. Can do that with this product. Yeah, because uh, baby, confirmed. it's bad Confirmed. Blood. Yeah, confirmed. You can have. I have Taylor that Swift song. Internet. I had a dream about bad blood last night. <laughs> Such a good song. <laughs> I love that song. I
2: love Did that song. Did you have
1: to do Cook. it? <laughs> All right, Christina, we've got to talk we about your interview with when, the I'm Tim Cook. I'm not done. Wait, you can't you can... see it. Christina is just making like- No, but we're not done no, yet. Okay. Simone has to finish. Yes.
0: But let Christina have her moment after I okay. tell you that you can sign up for Igloo right now at igloosoftware.com slash rocket. The most important part is how you actually get Igloo. So yes, thank you, Igloo. For supporting rocket uh again go to igloo slash rocket to sign up and check it out uh you can try it for free and for any team with up to 10 people for as long as you want so that's definitely worth a visit thank you so much christina how is tim cook your best friend you guys
1: she has the biggest smile crying? on her face right
2: now. I'm almost yeah. crying. I'm almost crying. So good. Um. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. I interviewed Tim Cook on Sunday. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I'm grinning like a maniac. No. Yeah. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. I interviewed Tim Cook on Sunday. Uh. The eve. Be- right. You know. The night before WWDC kicked off. Um. I was. I was very fortunate. I had an opportunity to talk to him. And the. Um. What was really fortunate was that we got to talk about diversity in tech, mm-hmm. which wow. is. As you guys know, is one of the things I'm really passionate about. Yeah. It's one of the reasons our podcast exists, yes. right? Yes. Like, this is one of the reasons why we're here is we want to talk more about that. And, um, you know, I talked to Megan Smith a couple of weeks ago at Mashable uh, Digital Beltway, and um, I was able to talk to him about what they're doing. And so this year at WWDC, they expanded for the first time their scholarship program from mm-hmm. students opening it to people who were also involved in STEM groups. So mm-hmm. you didn't just have to be a student. If you're part of, you know, App Camp for Girls or Black Girls Code mm-hmm. or Blacks in Technology or, right. you know, any of these other number of STEM groups, you could apply and win a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. And, and they're trying to really make uh apple more diverse and tech more diverse and i asked him my first question was like why is this important and he was unequivocal the very first words out of his mouth were well frankly it's the future of our company
1: i can i say something about that because i have sweated bullets this year on this (laughs) issue and it was so fulfilling to hear him say that Mm yes and you know um obviously i wasn't there but it just it it seemed to be coming from such a, a genuine place. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, you know, talking with him, it felt genuine. Yeah. It didn't
2: feel like this was a put on. This was not something he was talking about for a photo op. It wasn't right. something he was talking about for a puff piece. He genuinely cared. Sure. And the fact that he would be open about things. And so we said, you know, it's the future of our company. And he said, you know, I firmly believe that the way you make the best products is to have more diversity, to have more diverse people involved. Sure. And he said, "You know, look, I think that having more diversity is the right thing to do. My personal politics, my ideology, says this. But even if you take that out of it, mm-hmm. if you come at it from a different angle, this makes a better company. Yeah. Apple is a yeah. better place when we have more diverse people because our products are better for it.
1: Absolutely. And I've been saying he's dead on. Games for years. Yes, so, and and you're yeah. dead on. I mean, yeah. when
2: you look at some of the best games, they've had." different people from different backgrounds and when he's talking about diversity he wasn't just talking about women he wasn't just talking about like uh, you know ethnicity or sexual orientation but even people who have a different outlook on life a different sure. seeing things through a different lens and that's so dead on and we forget about that I think mm-hmm. we, we just focus on what box you fit into Absolutely. which is to say when we look at the best things they're usually people who have come at looking at things from a different point of view Absolutely you know going good. back to the old think different campaign yep. that's kind of what that whole thing is when you think about things in ways others don't you can unlock new opportunities yep. um and so one of the things he i talked about i said you know how can we get more diversity in tech because it's a real problem but i was i was specifically talking about women and i said you know 30 years ago 40 percent of the consumer of the computer science graduates uh were women mm-hmm. today 18 yeah. percent are women that's a huge problem yeah we should not that should not be going in that direction And how can we get more people involved? And he said, you know, we need to have more role models. We need to have more people who are on stage. They need to see more people who are like them. And so I asked him, I said, well, then, you know, at WWDC, I can't help but notice in the keynote, you know, I don't see women. I don't see people of color. And he said, you're Right. Thank and thank we you don't for do enough, yeah. That, no, yeah. Oh, when I went into the interview, I have to be honest with you. That was one of that was my number one question. I knew I was going to ask. Yeah. I knew I was going to ask like other things, and I figured like my one real heart hitting question will be to call him out yeah. on the fact that, that we have not had women or people of color nope. on stage at WWDC. Nope. We still didn't really have a ton of people in color on uh, of color on stage. Yeah. Oh, we no. had Drake and 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 you know Eddie Q, he counts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But we did have two women on stage, yeah. and that. Women who work at Apple, yeah. women who are not spokesmodels, women who are not PR people for companies who sure. are partners, women who are in positions of power at Apple. I, on I have
1: to say, I've seen it in a lot of the other session videos. Yes, too. I have like, too. What are the the Apple Design Awards? Like yes. the woman that's doing the whole thing. She's not a model. Like she's no. Like what fifty with a gorgeous haircut, <laughs> kick butt dress, like buzz cut on one side. Yeah, she no. She yeah, she's
2: head of developer relations. Absolutely. And um, I can't a, think of her name right, now, but oh, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's amazing. She's and like great.
1: I've had people tweeting me uh, videos to people with like transgender people on yep. there and different things. Like I, what I have heard from everyone I've talked to this year is that. Overall, Apple seems to be getting this. Yeah, I can yeah. say, just for mm-hmm. me as someone at WWDC, I've had at least twenty or thirty Apple engineers stop me, identify them as someone that works for Apple, and to like thank me for the work I'm doing this year, which is so, so, great, right. so great, right?
2: Which is so important. Right. And 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 so I'm saying they get it. No, they you do. Know? And yeah. the fact right. that he recognized, yeah. he said, you know, look, look tomorrow and see what you think. Right. I appreciate that we're making these these strides. Yeah. I appreciate that he's aware. You know, he said, like we as a community are not doing a good enough job. Yeah. We as a tech community are not doing a good enough job. We as Apple aren't doing enough. Yeah. I loved the fact that he acknowledged that part of this is the community's fault mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and took ownership of that and said, we want to make things better. And he was very genuine in saying that as a person, this is something he's going to fight for for as long as he's alive.
1: Okay. Wow.
2: Um, He said that to me. You know, he said he's he's going to be fighting for diversity and to sure. make things better. This is part of his mission. You know, he talked about – um. Uh, what I also really appreciate is he talked about, you know, he quoted Martin Luther King, who talked about, you know, the the appalling silence mm-hmm. of the majority. Right. People who are good people who keep their mouths mm-hmm. shut when bad sure. things happen right. and don't want right. to speak up. And he said, we have to speak up because if we don't, then our country can't move forward, our industry can't move forward, our world can't move forward. Absolutely. And and it was great to hear him say those things and to be willing to be a person who's speaking up because sure. he is in such a position of power. You know, he is the CEO of the biggest company on the planet. Yeah. Um, he is the CEO of the, co- the first company that will probably reach a trillion dollar market cap. Yeah. He is not letting that opportunity go sure. wasted. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, I want to make our company more open to other people. And, and what was really interesting to me, too, is when he talks about Apple, he says, I want to make it not just for people who work at Apple and have Apple badge for people who are Mm -hmm. part of the community, meaning people who are developing apps for our platforms who are being part of this. He wants to, he's aware that that whole community needs to be
1: more diverse. So I, I do agree with everything you just said. And look, like when you, when you hear Tim Cook speak, you can see his passion for this. Mm -hmm. I I do have to say this, that, you know, I'm not a journalist, I'm a software engineer. And I have talked to a lot of people that have interviewed with Apple and have gone through their their process for this. Um, it seems to me, like Apple's never called me up and bring me in, so I'm just telling you stories from my friends. Sure. Um, it seems to me that if you want to look at systematically, like what Apple is going to have to change to do this, it seems to me everything I've heard from multiple people that have worked for Apple, that have tried to work for Apple, they have been brought in to interview with Apple, that is very much... Um, I don't want to say it's really a culture of mirrors, but they are really picky about who they let in the door to the point Mm -hmm. where I hear Tim Cook saying, like, I want someone with a different life experience, and that's good, and that's valid. But it's hard for me to, like, um, make that match with the stories and experiences that I've kind of seen my friends that have, have gone through that process experience. You know, it seems like it seems like there's a little bit of separation from like what the what the reality is. I think yeah, that's yeah. A
0: characteristic of any hiring process though. I'm not saying Apple yeah. is better or worse, but the yes. fact is that from the very beginning of education and the the school system and what district you end up in school in, there is mm-hmm. a certain path that makes it a lot easier to get hired at a company like Apple. And I think the fact that they are kind of honoring these programs that teach kids how to code and start kids getting kids immersed in that culture early on is going to be a huge step for diversifying tech when those kids grow up because i yes, think that sure. as as we get these these floods of people who are skilled and have wonderful ideas coming in i hope i hope that with both top down pressure to increase diversity and like these amazing minds coming up that the The industry will see a need to diversify and let those people in. Right now, I think it, it does, I mean, all over the board, I think that there is a a big problem with bringing in people who don't fit the mold yeah. because <gasps> well,
2: one thing I will say is Apple yeah. you know it, in I think it was February or March of 2014 mm-hmm. they brought on a new per- they promoted a new person to run human resources mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Denise Young-Smith and she's African-American and mm-hmm. she's been with them for a long time sure. and I don't know when you've talked to people who've gone through the process but I it's know it been th- throughout this year okay yeah, throughout yeah. this year and, and,
1: and specifically primarily in comparison to Google Oh, really? Who, yeah. Who does, they do seem to be doing better. Well, then, that, so. that, that, I
2: think that's that's worth noting. Yeah. I do know, yeah. I mean, it seems like Apple has tried mm-hmm. to to rechange things, but I don't know how long it takes to change your HR process, how long yeah. it would take someone who's maybe been in the job a year, mm-hmm. how long it
1: takes. I'm not saying that should give them a pass at all. Oh, absolutely. Just to yeah, hope that maybe it, they're aware of it. Well, I also want to give you a good story. So let me tell you a story. Um, I'm not going to give this woman's name, but um, a while back I spoke at a college, and there was a young girl there that asked me to look at the game that she she'd done and i did and i looked at it it was legit and i said hey do you want to go out to lunch with me and we sat down we did that and she took that and submitted it to apple um and ended up getting an internship with them immediately and then i ran into her at wwdc and she had been hired by them so i i do see like the pipeline you're talking about simone i see them bringing people bringing people in that way What I'm talking about, I think, is more like once you're past the student process, once Mm -hmm. you're out there in the real world getting experiences and working on your career. My question is, is someone that really thinks differently, that might not really fit into the Apple engineering culture, would they be someone that would be able to get in that process to a degree that they may be able to at Google? Right, And what I've heard over and over again from people is no. That's disappointing. That's disappointing.
2: And I think that, I mean, it's interesting because when I talked to Megan Smith um, a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and I said, how can we help solve this issue? HR was the first thing she said. She said, we have to improve the HR policies. And I think that that is something that all big corporations are going to have to struggle with, is that Mm -hmm. how can we balance we want the best in Mm -hmm. with changing how we view what the best is.
1: right. Yeah,
2: because there's because because there's a certain process where you get so many applications where you want to you know like uh, I guess um, filter things and say Mm -hmm. these are the people we're looking at and then go from there. But how do we change that methodology maybe so we don't miss good people?
1: It's it's hard for me a giant space cat like look at Rocket like I. Christina, you're awesome. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I find myself drawn to hiring people that are like me, you know? Yes. And even for us at our company, like, we've got to break out of this and, and get other people ourselves. So no, it's totally. hard for I feel anybody, the same way. you know? I mean, where yeah. I too, yeah, look at Pixel Pixelkin, yeah. <laughs> not a very different story, actually. No, I mean, I think, so, I think Mashable, yeah. you know,
2: we've had that thing, too, where I've often wondered genuinely where... You know, I joined Mashable almost six years ago, and today I don't know if I would even get – I mean, I know that if I got an interview at Mashable, I would get the job. Yeah. I, I'm fully confident in that. But because of how different our company is, I don't know if I just applied who I was six years ago if I were applying for that same job today. I don't know if I would even get a call back. Wow. And that's that's not to diminish Mashable. That's just – part of it is because the competition is so much stronger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'd have so many other candidates who on paper maybe would look more qualified than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know that if I got in the door for an interview, there'd be no way they would not hire me, yeah. you know, six yeah. years ago or, or, or today. Um, and I think that's the challenge that all companies are going to face is how do we not miss those people who yeah. might not make the, the cutting room floor based on, you know, however we filter our applicants right. so that we can at least get to know them. And yeah. I think that I, – I don't know the answer to that, but I think it's something that – every company's going to struggle with. And, and and I'm glad that Google is improving because historically, Google has been really bad about that where they have yeah. these really difficult tests. Yeah. And if you're not like a genius and you didn't go to a, an Ivy League school, they don't even want you. Sure. I've <laughs> I've had the same experience. No, but genuinely, but I've heard the same thing as you, Bree. In the last few years, especially the last couple, like two years, they've really changed things with their HR practices. Yeah. And I think that's probably made them a much better company. I agree with um, I agree And with so that. I hope that, that not just Apple because we're Apple fans, because this isn't partisan. I hope that all companies start looking at how they can improve their HR practices so that you don't miss potentially really great applicants. Sure.
0: Yeah. I think that would be the practical step. And then it's also still really important that it is Tim Cook standing up and saying this because he is such a role model and such a leader in the
1: industry. Absolutely. Chrissy, I'm so proud of you. I really, uh, I mean this. Like I was, you know, we have, we have groups of women that talk about stuff uh, in, in, in games and, yeah, I was showing your interview to some friends of mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm so proud to do thank Rocket you. with you. I I'm so really proud to do it with that. you guys. I yeah, love you guys yeah. so much. I'm so proud oh, to be part of the show.
0: You were literally a superhero, and we're never letting you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm never serious, leaving. I love serious. you guys so
2: much. Yeah. No, thank you. It was, yeah. I'm, I'm honored that I got the opportunity to talk yeah. to him. But I'm really, honestly, talking to him was great. What made it amazing was that it was about the subject that we talked yes, about
1: exactly right yeah. like, if he'd been like i want to talk about ios 9 no like it would have been a like and yeah. it was
2: funny Is like it was like oh i could ask about i didn't want to talk about car rumors or ios 9 yeah. i'm so glad we got to talk about things that i really care about Absolutely and one of those glad. is diversity yeah, in yeah, tech yeah, yeah. because it's so important of
1: course mm-hmm. it is of course
2: it and i mean again that's why we do this podcast yeah.
1: Yeah. Yay, yay, Christina. Yay. yay Christina cool so, uh are we gonna do dessert this week or because we, uh, I you know, feel like there's so much first... stuff to talk about in the keynote yeah oh yeah No, where are we gonna do first <laughs> first
0: we're going to tell the listeners that this week's episode is brought to them by ATP the accidental tech podcast really
1: oh they friends. sponsored us they sponsor are you serious us, For I'm real? Serious.
0: I'm one hundred percent dead serious. I'm, wow, that's
1: really
2: that's, that is awesome. that's awesome. That's kind of awkward. Awesome. That is kind of awkward. I'm... I took a guy. I, t- I took a cab to the mackerel parties with those guys. I paid for the Uber. So, oh. <laughs> well, thank they you. So, you. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm then sure all our
1: listeners
0: know who ATP us. is, but or what ATP is. But we got to talk about it
1: talk now. Podcast. No, we got to yeah. talk about it. Of course, yeah. it's
2: yeah. a great podcast.
0: Yeah. It's hosted by Marco Armin, Casey Liss, and John Syracusa, who you might have heard. Two weeks ago on the show. Yes, you did. Uh, he was treated. dissing
2: he was pseudo dissing oh. Star Fox, which I was not happy hey. about. You guys both kind of because you weren't getting Star Fox right. You were thinking it was a different. It was a different game, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because yeah. Star
2: Fox is amazing. Star Fox for Super Nintendo was great. First um, Super FX chip game. Yep. And then Star Fox sixty four is just a great game. Our processor in it. So. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the Super well, FX RISK chip processor. Well, yeah, well, right yeah, because yeah, it used the Risk three yeah. D engine, yeah, but it was the yeah. Super FX chip which they actually put in the cartridge mm-hmm. using the Risk three D yeah. stuff. And then um, uh, Rare, of course, did that stuff. And then of course, uh, uh, Star Fox sixty four. Anyway. <laughs> John, Sir, even, even though John pseudo uh, Insulted uh, Star Fox, although he Kind of made up for it That episode, I was like You guys, you can replace me With John, and I'm it's not the same show. It's not the John same show, but good, he's so but good. John, not, No, John is amazing. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. No, like, you but, have but a podcast, you have
0: chemistry between the members. We have our chemistry and ATP has their chemistry. They have ATP so much good great. chemistry. They really do. Like, They've been doing I mean, it for a long time, right? They
2: have. No, I mean, it started as, the reason it's accidental tech podcast, they tried to do a car podcast sure. and then their after show became a tech show and then that became <laughs> ATP. <laughs> and, you know, uh, Marco used to do Build and Analyze and, and, and um, uh, John Kirikou did Hypercritical and Casey's just he's amazing right. he's so, nice. he's so great person. no well no because casey's a long time friend of marcos and he's a developer in north carolina and mm-hmm. he's a great guy. great guy um i mean and i don't know about you Bree. i know you know Bree had the idea for rocket but when she kind of pitched it to me my first thought was i was like we can do a female atp yeah yeah, yeah. and so in in no uncertain terms at least from my perspective like We are very much derivative and owe kind of our format to them. Absolutely, and I love what they do, and and thank you for sponsoring us, you guys. And seriously, if you want, I mean, if you don't listen to ATP, you should. Yeah, 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 because Syracuse. Their, their lives of no because Syracuse uh, when he does follow up it will be in depth uh, just amazing. you know everybody just HFS plus uh is the best files I'm kidding yeah um oh. I'm ah. kidding don't kill me John don't kill me John um I, I have for to life. say this
1: about ATP the, what I appreciate about ATP is with my job yeah, you know, I don't always get super programmy and technical technical on this because like the stuff I worry about all day, I worry there are not enough people in the world that do yeah. it. But very often when something is happening that is super technical in the world, um, like when Swift came out, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I I want to hear what they say. I want to hear what yeah. they say, and I consider them the authority. And I know like I've been at WWDC this week, but when I want to hear about the implications of Swift going open source. We don't work with Swift at GSX. We work with, um, you know, C++. So it's like, you know, I tune into them to learn that. So if you want a super authoritative overview of that for just industry literacy, Um, And I think especially, I really mean this, as a woman, it's sometimes hard to get these kind of um, geeky friendships that really keep you in the know. And I I don't mind saying this. Like, I listened to John and Marco before ATP existed because they were so good at kind of informing you on that stuff and giving you a lay of the land. So I, I just, I have nothing but great things to say about that.
0: I'm choking on something that's in my throat. But I'm also <laughs> crying at your moving words. No, mostly I'm choking. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, it, like hearing for me, I think who is less versed in tech speak. Hearing people talk about it is what helps me understand and what helps me, like, stay up to date. So, yeah, check them out at ATP.fm. Listen to past episodes. Subscribe. Listen to new episodes. Listen to our episode two weeks ago to hear John talk. And then go listen to their episode to hear Christina because you miss her. And thank you, uh, everyone at ATP, for sponsoring this episode of Rocket. Thank you, they ATP. They rock. They, they do. totally rock. They that rock. was really nice of them. I didn't yeah. even
1: know they were doing that. That's yeah. really awesome. I told
0: you guys in the Facebook chat. You don't even read well, my I, messages. I, I, no, I know we about totally it. don't. I, we've
1: I, been we've been at WWE. <laughs> we have been, we've been <laughs> a dub <dub-dub>. dub. <laughs> come on, if you were a dub
2: dub, then then you would understand. Yeah, on, Simone. Simone. If you're out here, got you, would, you would
1: get it. So next cool. year so can we talk about a little bit more stuff in the keynote or yeah should we go on to yeah dessert? So, so we have a billion things uh, a bil- why don't you choose let's talk about metal because i yeah. when, when i heard, so, we saw this yesterday i thought of you well the yeah, unity demo everybody keeps asking me like yeah. what i've learned like in the mac Worlds, we don't have a lot of like game engine experts that yeah, are here yeah, like one of them yeah when yeah, unity yeah. was
2: on stage i was like does this mean that 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 uh revolution sixty is gonna come to back yeah i know yeah. That was we're working to...
1: on we're working on um no what i was gonna say is so when i first saw that on stage um guys so when i see 3d stuff i see it differently than normal people yeah. do you and see I all the errors there. you
2: see all the the what's happening behind the scenes well, i do
1: and i sit there and i start like It's like they're doing the demo on stage. I start calculating the number of draw calls I see on screen. (laughs) I start estimating like the texture memory that I see and all of that. So (laughs) this is just a true story that as they're doing the um, demo on stage for Fortnite, um, I'm sitting there and I'm technically analyzing Fortnite. Which, let's be honest, it was not super technically no. impressive. The uh, particle effects were way, 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 way less than what was in the iOS demo last year for yes. Metal. Yeah, Wait, which was which yet. was uh, Plants vs Zombies. No, it was this, uh, just just seen from Unreal that they made. Oh, that's right. Like no, specialty. Plants vs Zombies
2: was what they did during the the right. State of the right. Union. It was this anyway,
1: Japanese um, trees. Yes. Like yes, yes, with yes, the leaves. Yes, leaves yes, yes. And that's right. that's show, right. Like transparency and yes. draw call oh, and spawning yeah. particles. So. I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, this is not really impressive at all. Like I know my Mac can do this right now. So <laughs> um and I found my so I was I was really concentrating on that. And what I was really worried about is like it seems like Apple has just been like Using metal like a catchphrase, and it really made me um, think about the Sega Genesis days, where they would use like blast processing and say like, "Then SNES doesn't have this." Yes, and it ended up just being a marketing gimmick. So I really left there. Thirty-two X like, baby, right? Exactly, yeah, thirty-two X. Um, I left there going like, "Well, this isn't really a big deal." But then, you know, like, State of the Union stuff, I started reading up on it more. And this is actually a really, really big deal. Um, I'm not going to get super technical into this, but um, long story short, the OpenGL stack on OS X is a wreck. Yeah. It is an absolute wreck. <laughs> if you want to, like, type into Google, like, uh, OpenGL stack and suck, yeah. and, like, <laughs> OS X will be, like, the first 300 things that will pop up with that. And it's a real, real problem because basically you have this, um, it just, it hasn't been done super efficiently. So this has huge complications In it affects the way that After Effects will render things. It affects the way that uh, Illustrator will render things. Mm-hmm. It um, I have to imagine it affects Uh, you know, uh, Final Cut Mm -hmm. Uh, certainly affects uh, Maya. And, you know, uh, an example that I've been giving about this is I have a Mac Pro at our office with Unreal installed on both sides. And on one, if I take like the Dragon Child, which has about 10K verts and probably six 1K materials on it, not a super complicated piece of um, polygonal geometry. I believe you. Uh, So (laughs) if, if you import it with Unreal... On the Windows side, it will take about 10 seconds. And then if you do import it in Unreal on the Mac side, it will take 50 seconds or 60 seconds. And that is entirely due to the fact that this OpenGL stack is basically inefficient on OS 10. Mm-hmm. So what Metal is doing is it's basically kind of getting... It doesn't completely get rid of it. Like there's some of it left, but it takes a lot of these... Yeah, basically it takes a lot of the the 3D tools and it, it's it's on a per processor custom level that's been built uh, in actually assembly language on those specific chips which is super super efficient so you know some of the stats they were giving on stage like it's uh you know, draw calls are rendered twice as fast that has been true in my experience wow. um uh textures transparency is where it really does well with that um it really does well with particle spawn so the long story short is if you have professional apps you know metal for mac um you know the truth is there are just not that many ios games that end up using metal Mm -hmm. um unreal still to this day has not really been a smash hit on ios even some of the um, the most beautiful games have come out um in this last year they tend to use different engines or proprietary engines so it really has not been that big from what i've seen on ios but on mac where you know you have so many professional apps where these speed increases really, really matter. um, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to it. so so
0: does this mean we're going to see revolution sixty? I cannot
1: comment on that. Oh, come on. <laughs> we'll come on. We'll if you we'll can't see.
2: talk about it on our podcast, when can you talk about it? When I know if it's feasible. Okay. When I know okay. if it's feasible. Were, were so, you at least... Focus on like, PC for now. Yes. Un- understood. No, no. But, but, this is really
0: cool. I hope that... Because you mentioned in your article that you wrote for iMore that a lot of developer or yeah developers are now going to be using Metal. So
1: it Well, is, they have is, a... It's one thing to put them on stage in a in a slide. It's another to see what they're actually <laughs> right. working with. Well, on. I
2: mean, the fact that, that Adobe is saying that, that they were getting eight times the, the rendering performance in After Effects. Yes. That, yeah, to me, was important. the most impressive thing. And Absolutely. when, when, when yeah. Adobe is actually committing to saying we're going to use this in After Effects and Illustrator, yeah. that makes me go, okay. Because already that's been one of the rare areas where his, in the last two years only – Adobe has actually gotten a little bit better in some cases yep. on PC than on Mac. Yeah. And that's been the first time in, like, years that yeah. that's happened. <laughs> like, 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 decades. Um, and and so if that's going to change things, then that, to me, says if Adobe is willing to, to, sure. to already say, at this early stage, we're going to move to this. Sure. That... If I were a developer, I would think that would make me feel more confident about at least exploring the, the opportunity. the you know yeah, the, the potential.
1: Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. in Aspire—is that how you say the? God, yes, I'm saying this so repeatedly A-S-P-Y-R, today. Like, I think I read it's Aspire. I don't know. How to I say think it's them Aspire. On. Aspire that it's, 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 yeah. would, sounds cooler. Um, yeah, I mean they're the, the porting studio. Have they you port ever everything. talked to someone that works at Aspire? I have not. Those. <laughs> Engineers like make me look like kindergarten. I mean like, they're making they, they, they port they everything. They, they are port are everything. Geniuses. Like I, you will find yourself talking to a, a an engineer that works there on these um you know, ports and they will start talking about stuff and I'm like I don't know a single word you just said, that's <laughs> said it, it's like they are geniuses at this stuff. And you know, if they're kind of committing to it, um I don't know. I to me, um you know the Windows performance Differences for their games like XCOM. Yeah, it's been horrible. Civilization. I know yeah. you play Civilization. Christina, I do. Don't I you? Do. Yeah. I do. I, of course Who do you I do. roll with? Who do you roll with? I'm Empress Wu. In, uh, <laughs> uh, Empress <laughs> Wu. Uh, no, it's. uh I don't know. I think yeah. it's. Uh, there are live gains to be made there. So to me, that is the biggest. Other than music, that's the biggest thing. No, that was my here. big excitement. Yeah.
2: Is thing too? I mean, especially. I think as we kind of move to these different chipsets and more of these sure. integrated graphics stuff, like if right. they can get this better performance, this is really, really Absolutely huge. Right. Because yeah. it's been the one area where like Mac has really trailed behind yeah. and and it's a bad thing because they've been so good in so many other areas yeah. um, that, that this this could be great. I would love to see, you know, I was excited to see unity having a demo there i was excited
1: to see the the, the names of the studios up there i was excited that adobe is already involved so i guess my question to you is and i know you can't say everything you saw behind the scenes um but i guess my question for you is from seeing the keynote christina you know marco wrote a piece this year that um it got a lot of traction we was talking about the decrease in the quality of apple software and, you know, what I wanted to see from this was kind of a, a commitment to Apple to take a step back and to kind of let their stuff cook a little longer. You know, I love my iPhone 6 Plus, but it's buggy as frack. right? <laughs> and um, I guess what I read between the, in the tea leaves of what I saw was they didn't bring a lot of no. new features out. Yeah, no. And what... I am hoping is that maybe they're working on shoring up their foundation. I mean, what this Mm -hmm. felt
2: like to me was very much a Snow Leopard release for both iOS and OS X. Right. I mean, the fact they're calling it El Capitan is very much Snow Leopard. um, Why why do you say um, that? Because El Capitan is, um, is the highest peak in Yosemite.
1: Oh. It's covered in snow. I have not ever thought of that. That's So, so that, yeah. so, so you
2: know, they had Mountain Lion, which was, eh, whatever. That is um, so subtle. Oh, my so, God. So yeah. El Capitan <laughs> being the peak in Yosemite, to me, that's their way of saying, we are not ready to take on a new landmark. Right. We are, you know, like they went Mavericks to Yosemite. They're willing to say, we are making this landmark better. Right, yeah. And iOS 9, you know, they're adding new things, but so much of it was about improving battery life. The fact yep. that, he- here's here's also why I think this that, that iOS 9 is very clear clearly, the Snow Leopard release for iOS. It is going to work on all previous iPhone versions that support iOS 8. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They made a point by saying that the upgrade will be 1.4 gigabytes rather than 4.7. That is a huge thing because that, I mean, Mashable, one of our most read stories last year was how to upgrade your iPhone without losing all your I stuff. I remember that. It
1: was such and a wreck, because so yeah. many
2: people had 16 gig iPhones, if you can get that storage space down, mm-hmm. the fact that it's going to work with the iPhone 4S, it's going to work mm-hmm. with the iPad 2, the iPad mini, um, you know, that they're working on improving performance on those things, yep. says that they realize that maybe they have not moving too fast. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, a lot, I was certainly not the first to do this. I kind of picked up on it after Marco's post and, and, and there were a number of other great people who wrote things. And I, I, but my argument was, I was like, now is your one window to do it because yep. you've caught up parody wise with Google. Yep. If you have an opportunity to play, to, to, to take a breather, now is the time. Yep. And what's great about this for everybody is that Google's doing the same thing. Yep. Mm. Um. You know, Uh. uh Android M, uh, we don't know what the M is going to stand for yet, is basically just refining Lollipop, which... Mm-hmm in fairness, was kind of a, you know, it, it, it was totally fracked up. Like, yeah. Lollipop was not a good launch. Uh, 5.1 has been better. They haven't had a great adoption. You know, they've had significant problems get getting it rolled out. And, and I'm really excited about the new version of Android because it's going to make it better. Yeah. I'm happy that, that I think at this point we've reached feature parity. We can calm down a little right. bit. We don't need yeah. a we don't lot need it. of new gadgets. It, it, what's also, know? I think what's important about this is that we kind of, and with, this has happened before, but we've reached processor peak you where you can't so? really get any faster. Well, here's the problem. You can get faster, but not, at, not without battery technology right. improving more.
1: I don't know. So, so the more you yeah. get, the faster you get, the worse it's going to be in battery. So, I, I guess like with Pixelmator coming to iOS, which by the way is an excellent product. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, you'll do some of the Adobe actions. Of course. Like heal a photograph. and It will sit there and chug for 10 minutes. Oh, well, not totally. 10 minutes, but a minute. Well, you know? well what,
2: I, what I mean though is yeah. at this point, talking to chip makers, they can't go much faster sure. without negatively impacting battery life more. So we're at a point now where we're waiting for battery technology to catch up or we're waiting for the 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 ARM processors, the nanometers to get thinner. Yeah. So we need we we need one of those things. So at this point, it's a good lull to focus on optimizing software. Sure. Sure. -hmm. Because we don't have to go into the spec war with, you know, what's the fastest processor we can have because we're at peak there. So we've got it's kind of like, you know, what happened when Right before the Core 2 came out, mm-hmm. um, on, on, on the desktop side, um, or even right after the Core 2 came out, like you can optimize the software mm-hmm. because we're at a point yet where we haven't quite reached that next chip level, and yep. so I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for not just Apple but Google too to really say we can go back to the drawing board and fix what we've been so rushing to get out of the way and but yeah i mean from what i've seen and and i haven't had a chance to play a lot around with stuff too much um but from what i've seen you know this feels very much like a snow leopard release both for um for ios and for os Mm 10 and i think that's it's about time i'm super excited
1: so one thing i saw and i haven't uh, i want to ask you about this because i didn't understand it so you can limit in iOS nine like certain binary releases to only sixty four bit chips, but yes. iOS nine itself will go to any phone that released on iOS eight. So does that mean that like if I want to release say Revolution sixty sixty four bit, like I can release a specific binary of that, and that won't show up in the phones, right? Of it won't show on the four five. Five or below because 5s was the first 64-bit chip, right yeah right? no that, yeah. that'd be correct yeah yeah so that would be a way for me to get around the, gig, the version number the thing. memory yes. limitations of those and it would also devices.
2: Be, yes and that would also be a way for you to get around saying the os version support okay because wow. you could still say you know i support ios 8 or ios 9 and above but if you don't have a 64-bit chip, it's not going to show up in
1: the store. I'm going to try to cook that, like one with awesome textures, <laughs> and just crank that up for us. That's a limiting yes. factor for us. So, so, yeah,
0: a lot of what we're seeing, aside from them, you know, solidifying the base that they already have, we're also seeing like, Swift becoming open source. Yeah. Oh, we've got huge. to talk about that. Music talk about that. Is yeah. amazing. Being available on Android, and then also uh, the other thing that I wrote down that I'm not finding now, or I, I guess just. It seems like oh, yeah, Apple talking to to you, Christina. this This seems like they're kind of loosening the ties and opening yeah. up and yeah. maybe, yeah, are they reaching out for a broader market or are they just kind of trying to become more accessible?
2: I think both. Um, I mean, I don't think – the. I think Apple is very broad already. I mean, I think yeah. that the fact that they are the number one phone maker mm-hmm. out there, that their market share has grown in the last year despite, you know, all the onroads of, of, of low-cost Android, um, it says that. But yeah. I think that um, – yeah, I think they're trying to be more accessible. Um, I think that, you know – Music is one of those things that if you're going to win that game, you've got to be everywhere. Yeah. You know, um, uh, the iPod, the original iPod is a perfect example of that. The iPod was a great product. And when it came out, I almost bought the, I was a Mac, I was a PC user at the time. I, I, was, a, I was a Mac fan, but I used <laughs> PC. P Christina, yeah.
0: PC user.
2: Well, no, but I mean, but, but it was one of those, well, honestly, it was because the first version of OS Ten was so terrible, I refused to take a Mac I'm with not- me to college. And so I I, I took took a a Windows machine. Um, But I almost bought an iPod, and I was going to use an app called um, F-Pod, E-P-H-Pod, to control it. And at Macworld, um, or excuse me, at WWDC 2002, they announced the Windows iPod. Mm -hmm. That was the one... And when it first shipped, because I bought the very first one, two thousand two, it came. It, there was no iTunes for for Windows. That didn't come out for another year. So it came with Music Match jukebox. But it wasn't um, when the when the iPod became a big hit. It was not because of the Mac. It was because of Windows. It was yeah. because you could use it with Windows, and and that's what made it a hit. And there are more Windows users for iPhones than there are Mac users. You know, but mm-hmm. but, but it's it's helped increase market share. The iPod halo effect happened because you bought your first Apple product. Yep. you loved it, and you went. If I like this so. My next computer should be a Mac. Yep. And so music is one of those things I think you can't limit to just their ecosystem. Oh, absolutely. And and yeah. so going to Android I think makes sense and it's a great halo effect. It's a great way of saying, remember all the songs you bought on iTunes. If yep. you use your Apple ID, you yeah. can use that. Yeah. Remember this, if you like this experience, your next phone shouldn't be a Samsung. Sure. It should be an iPhone.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, also the cost of it. It's yes. all in the, the back end and the services Precisely. part of it and the manufacturer. Right. Like actually whipping together an app that says access this. Like right. Like that's not super, yeah. Or... That's that's not a major cost. In well, the I mean, there, but, of things, but but but, it, but it's
2: still you know, but it, but it's still different. But I mean, I think that it's also one of those things. If you make it good, especially, it'll it'll bring people to your ecosystem. Oh, I'm, I'm saying mm-hmm. the, yeah, no, but you're right. it's not a cost. You're It's so not. There. It's not so exactly like a thing that advantage has advantage right, to basically. bring it. Everywhere. And I think when it comes so... to open sourcing Swift, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, we've got to a, talk about that. Yeah, last year the creator of Swift even said very clearly his goal was always to open source it. I don't think it was running enough. But but open sourcing the compiler, I mean, we were talking. About this at lunch today, yeah, Bree
1: smacked me down a little bit. Yeah, about uh, you that. know. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Bree was like, I don't understand why the, the compiler needs to be right, we, right, right, open right, source, right. and I was like, Well, no, GCC, which has been the the you know the default compiler in Linux, um, is aging and it hasn't yeah. it hasn't progressed. But LLVM, which Apple took on Clang, uh, which is the basis for Swift, um, and App- Apple runs that project, um, is the future, yeah. and and it makes a ton of sense if Apple wants to say we want everybody developing on our platform. Mm -hmm. And if this is going to become like the next JavaScript, potentially people need to be able to to do it, but not only that. And and, and it was, uh, um, it was uh, Michelle who pointed this out that, that running on Linux servers will be huge. Having Swift stuff running on Linux servers will be a huge way for iOS developers you know, not to have to worry about maintaining separate stacks yep, for yes. running the backends on their iOS apps. I had never thought about I that. I had either, that's and huge. that's genius. That's, but that's huge. absolutely that's
1: genius. Huge. I, I, what I was very falsely thinking about was the kind of you know there's a religious kind of objection by live linux and free and open source people to apple stuff but
2: there is but but i mean apple has they've had a complicated relationship with open source but they've never been anti-open source i mean first of all you know os 10 the kernel uh the mock kernel came from um carnegie mellon and some of the early os 10 stuff not as much as people like to say comes from NetBSD. Mm -hmm. so that's one thing right um Safari, obviously, WebKit came from uh, Conquer, which was yep. K- KDE's web uh, mm-hmm. browser, and that was and that Apple acquired and obviously made way better. Apple's the one who made a WebKit, WebKit, but that was open source. They've had other historically open source things. There have been open source implementations that they've maintained for Darwin, for, for OS 10. There have been open source implementations of other stuff. Um, they've had a complicated relationship with it, and there might be some open source people who are weary of Apple, but... At the same time, they've had to use CUPS, C-U-P-S, which is the printer driver system for Linux. That is an Apple mm-hmm. product. Yep. That is an Apple-maintained uh, system. So if you print in Linux, you're using Apple software. <laughs> um, wow. And it, you are. And, and at this point, if you're going to be wanting to use a real compiler, like right. the modern-day compiler, you're going to be using something that is a project maintained by Apple, LLVM. Sure. So I think that hopefully people will be open but you know the irony of course is that almost every single linux developer or open source developer i know uses a macbook yeah <laughs> it's totally true it's you know yeah. totally true. everybody it's totally uses true. a macbook because it's the best hardware it and is it's, it's yeah. the best hardware not only yeah. that though but but honestly and i always argue this and i'll get some hate from the linux lovers but like why should i use a fake unix when i can use real unix oh. You're but gonna get some <laughs> anger about that, Chris. But am I wrong? But but am I wrong?
1: Please tweet your 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 thoughts. Yeah, to just that to add to the film girl.
2: girl. But seriously, am <laughs> I wrong? Do not do Doom I, don't boys think I, I don't mean, honestly, like, look, you know, like, why? Like, I'm not a Post Linux. I think on 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 the web server it's fantastic, but on a desktop, like, why should I use fake? unix when i have a real unix under system and a great gui and support for apps that actually exist
1: because it's 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 an emotional thing and i get it's that i get that i'm just i right. guess yeah. i guess
2: i'm just saying like on the server i totally get and i love Linux on the server i'm just saying like from a pragmatist point of view like i don't in any way understand why i would not use the they, real thing
1: i i know someone that would not use a modern post power pc mac because they switched from little indian to big indian uh, logic in uh. the port okay like this it's not about logic okay richard stallman yeah, I, get yeah, it, yeah, I get it yeah, i get it yeah, yeah. no we're it not wasn't talking about richard stallman. Stallman no, of course not richard friends, stallman yeah. would, would would die before he used yeah. anything mac hardware i i as long as we're making statements we're gonna get like i you know like something i was talking about with my um my metal piece on i'm more today is like i got all these people out there like yeah, basically uh, just advocate like oh how can you advocate another apple closed system we have things out there that are open but <laughs> they like, are terrible oh they're terrible and <laughs> i mean again I,
2: look, look at linux's right. graphics driver situation right like 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 the closed source nvidia driver is great mm-hmm. but the open source advocates hate it because they want to use the nouveau driver which is whatever which is sort of getting
1: okay it, it's like it's like no like Use what works. It's so obvious, but like, I have no problem with free and open source stuff. Me either. Sometimes. Same. But in... Technology is a large field, and sometimes some solutions sometimes work. Look. and sometimes other solutions look, look, work. If we were, look, if we're talking about look, if we're talking about a yeah. web server, right? I
2: don't want to use IIS. I want to use right. Nginx or maybe Apache. I want to use Nginx. I sure. want to use an open source web server. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to use you know HTTP. Like I want to use I want to use Nginx. Right? Absolutely. I, I, I want to use Varnish. I want to use that stuff. I don't want to use, if I want to use version control, I want to use Git. But if I'm using a GUI, I want to use Cocoa. And if I'm using a graphics driver, I want it to be developed by the graphics hardware person and not a Motley crew of other people. And, And I'm excited that the compiler will be open source. My big question is, I'm glad that they're doing it. I think it's necessary. I'm very curious to see how they will roll in contributions from I know
1: that's my first mm. thought because like what do you think you're going to talk to Apple well well that? although yeah. in fairness are there going to be different versions well, of it potentially or? I mean yeah. look look at yeah. WebKit you know yeah.
2: WebKit the whole reason that Google had to fork it and do Blink was because they had an argument over the direction but until that had happened most at the end of WebKit's kind of thing, and even now still, most of the contributions going to WebKit, most of the improvements, yeah. were not happening from Apple. They were happening from
1: Google. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: So there is historical precedent for Apple at least accepting you know people's feedback.
1: Yeah, I've seen that mm-hmm. with um, I I've seen that with uh, always it? it's X11. Um, yeah, uh, uh, it's quartz. on my, yes. my thing, which is a it's it's been deprecated now. Yeah, it's, it's I, I know we're talking about all it. these. Yeah. Yes, I use beautiful. it for all these Unix tools to to do UVs and things, and like that has and like Apple's brought over different people to like hand that over to them. But you've seen these are the same people that have been patching the version of it for os 10 for the longest time and like you know now they just finally gave them all the control yeah. of it so i can definitely see i mean that. i
2: think but, but it is going to be a big culture right, shock right, to know right, how right, are right. they going to manage that stuff because apple especially for compiler i mean it's one thing for webkit when you're talking about google and other corporate entities it's another <laughs> thing with the compiler when you're talking about potentially you know if, if red hat must make because they will you know, if other people are wanting to make contributions this to stuff to build things into mm-hmm. it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I, do, I will say, I think the only way it works really well is if Apple can be... I'm not saying they have to be fully open. I'm not saying they have to be fully rolling in changes. They need to changes. be willing to but work they, with yes, the community. Yes, but they need to be willing yeah. to have the conversation. They can't just say, this is our way and do what Google does with Android. Yeah. They've really got to be more like... You know, I'm not saying they need to have like an open GitHub repository and like roll in nope. changes. I'm not saying that, nope. but they do need. It's very important for them to at least be willing to discuss things with other people. Sure. I think that you, they need to do what they did with
1: WebKit before the the blank split, <laughs> which I thought was actually quite good. So I'm I I just I'm imagining like. I, I'm just imagining how the culture of trying to work with Google and the stuff that's going it's to gonna, be. It's, it's yeah. going to be really interesting, but yeah, I'm like glad they're
2: doing yeah.
0: it. I've heard yeah. that people, that developers do enjoy working with Android better. Do you think that this is going to really I've never heard that. that. I've never heard that. I've day never, my never life. heard oh that. I've yeah. never heard that. I have. And I kind of question that too, just because <sighs> the app store, like the apps available on iOS are so they much They really better. like NetBeans so that much? Seriously?
2: <laughs> they really like that that okay if you like java whatever (laughs) um i'm sorry we're all judging you i i'm totally judging you if you're gonna say that you like working with android better than ios are you freaking kidding me
1: yeah i can't think of one and i can't either no genuinely i can't i mean the fact the fact that the
2: facebook home was built using Quartz composer in uh in xcode really and then they ported it to android are you for real i'm completely for real it's awesome yeah oh my god because they couldn't they didn't have the tools in android to do what they (laughs) wanted to do for the graphical (laughs) stock yeah yeah
0: so is this how how is this going to affect the android marketplace then if if apple
2: um it won't it won't what if this means potentially is that people could build apps they will port and this will happen very quickly people will port swift to android what this will mean is that people will be able the same way you can kind of build android apps um you know that have ruby basis or yep. or or you know javascript things or other stuff or or even c sharp yep. um using things like zmarion they can do that um it won't run as well as if you're using the the, the pure Java, mm-hmm. but they can use elements of that, yeah. um, and so that'll make it easier for sharing code. That'll yeah. be the big cool. thing. Okay. Um, you know what we talked about a couple weeks ago with with build. You know Microsoft is is obviously doing kind of their Objective C mm-hmm. to C Sharp kind of you know conversion thing. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. uh, but, but they'd already talked about wanting to do it with Swift. They'd already even announced at the right after we spoke. They said you know we're going to try to do something with Swift too. Now that it's open source, they'll yeah. be able to reverse engineer it even oh, better. I not even
1: thought of that. But so loud. this is going to make it yeah. even
2: easier and actually better, frankly, for what Microsoft is trying to do to actually take off. Yeah. So yeah. I think this will make it easier for people to share code. I don't know if it's going to change anything in terms of. I mean, okay. you're not going to start seeing a ton of Android apps that are iOS apps. <laughs> That's <laughs> not going to be the case because first of all, there aren't a ton of iOS apps that are pure Swift. Yeah. Many of them use Swift elements. But most of them still. Well, it's also all the frameworks? Precisely are still Objective gone. C, yeah, but but it's yeah. getting better. Swift two, yeah. you know, it's in one of the sessions today. You know, it's adding a lot new more new stuff. So I want to ask you about that. Yes. Swift
1: two. I don't understand this. Like, is it, are they just like, updating yes. like a lot of the things around it they're so, updating yeah, and they're adding yeah, more yeah, stuff yeah, so they're okay.
2: basically i mean slowly but surely they are going to try i mean it's going to take time but they're going to sure. make swift the new objective c okay yeah
1: right.
2: and it's going to take time yeah. but they're they're trying to basically recreate well, yeah. all and the this things obviously they do. that they're working on that, right this take and, and, a while to and, and, get and so they're doing so, more stuff yeah, so they're, yeah. they're wanting to make it so you can do more and more purely with swift yeah well, um yeah. and so i mean I, once that happens i mean it'll make it easier potentially for people to just write in one language but there will still have to be a conversion layer involved for android you know compile down to java to to run on what is their new thing called it's uh uh um arc or whatever it's called um whatever their new you know um kind of kind of layer is but um it will it will be easier for people to share code, um, but you're not gonna start to see it's not as if you're gonna be able to say, Oh, you know, I have TweetBot for, for iOS and now I can have it <laughs> on, on yeah, Android. Yeah, we're just gonna push that. Like that's button. not gonna happen. Um yeah. but yeah. it will make things easier and I think that uh, you know, I think the bigger thing is more again on the server side. Yep. If you can have Swift components running on the back back end of your of your app on Linux, then you can build server components for your app that can communicate mm-hmm. more natively and faster and not have to worry about like you know using um third-party libraries like like a uh, facebook's you know parse or, or or things like that to try
1: to kind of handle some of your mm-hmm. stuff oh, cool Yeesh. awesome all right <laughs> simone i feel like we've been like babbling and we we've not been so bad. fair That's enough been to you to let you talk today that how, is how all right. have you been have how a have you been in
0: programming but that was yes? fascinating i feel yes? like i learned a 10 things at least
1: have you seen any awesome sports anime this yeah week? i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> How are your boys? we just
0: had this, like, really in-depth, boys? wonderful, intricate conversation about Swift and how it's going to affect all these things. No, but and we want to like, know about oh,
2: volleyball. Yeah, cartoons I want you know, to know. You, you know, know like, how's yeah. volleyball? How are your boys?
0: I watched a bunch of cartoons this week, you guys. Um, Yay! I actually, I have a recommendation. Um, okay, good. So I just started watching a show that came out in the winter anime season called Shirobako, and it's about basically a bunch of girls who were in an animation club in high school, and are now 20-somethings trying to get into the anime industry or working in the anime industry and it is such a wonderful portrait of what it's like to be a 20-something person where you've entered the industry of your dreams basically but then you find you're not sure where you go from there and you you see you know the industry for what it is and the difficult no matter what industry you're working in even if it's an incredibly fun one like say video games it's still hard work and so you basically see these girls kind of wrestling with their their dreams of achieving greatness like being the next great voice actress being the next great producer but not really knowing how to get there or if they're even going to get there if they've done the right thing and wow. it is just so sounds really good it's so sounds good so really far. good wow. yeah it's great so what's, what's
2: it called again it's called shiro bako s-h-i-r-o B A K O. Shirobako. Yeah. Okay. Shirobako.
0: And it has like a not only a ton of female characters, but like you the the office that she works in has a ton of women in it of all like different ages and kinds, and like it's all about their friendship, this group of girls. And I. This that
1: sounds so, great. This sounds oh good. my god. Oh my this god. Good. Where can I see this? Yeah. Is um, it on, is, is, is it on um on what is it on? The Crunchyroll. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to put that in my web browser. Yeah,
0: and watch I, that. I've yeah. only watched four episodes of it so far. I look
1: I forward market. to the ads.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank high you. Quality. Please enjoy
1: them. high quality.
2: <laughs> I might end up <laughs> buying a subscription
1: just to get rid of the ads. Yeah, yeah. I will do that. It's do worth that. it. Honestly, awesome, Simone. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I miss wanna, you guys. Before we I end the I really show, I want to hear a commitment from you to come to DUBDUB next year.
0: Yep, yeah, I will come to DUBDUB next year. Do Fantastic. I'll also be at E3 next year, where I will not be this year.
1: That's okay,
0: it's okay. because I went to every. E three is
2: overrated. You did go to every single packs. You should be everywhere at all times. You should be. You should be. I'm working on
0: being incorporeal, but um, it's it's a step by step process. You know, just like bringing an app from iOS to Android.
2: (laughs) Nice. I can't. That's a perfect place. That is the perfect. I think. I think we're done. Yeah. All right. So where can we uh, find you guys?
0: Uh, you can find me on the twits at Doom Quasar. The, the bird machine. The
1: bird machine. The bird is the word. I am under the uh, the Twitter account known as Space Cat Gal.
0: Infamous. And Christina, Infamous. Yeah. Robot Warren, where are you?
2: Uh, I'm a film underscore girl.
0: Awesome, awesome! And if you like this show, please rate us on iTunes. Rate um, us! And I rate want some to to snarky us.
1: iTunes reviews. Yes, yeah, seriously. Where are,
0: where are the,
2: Give us the five snark? stars and then say some snarky stuff. Yeah, like we, we actually, want some shade. Give us we some had shade. A, yeah, a
0: review on a. Uh, Twitter today that was talking about how we are maybe a little too much Apple fangirly and we need to talk about Android Aww. more. I'm sorry. Okay. We got it. Yeah. He, he tagged all of us but uh, he only spelled my username right so I was the only one who saw it.
1: I'll get right on that. Yeah, I'll get right <laughs> no, on get that. that. Yeah. But we, look, look, but after WWE.
2: We do actually. And look, yeah. we talked yeah. about IO last week and we try to talk about all the conferences but it's dubbed it's dub so this is like we the most Apple Microsoft fangirly ever. We
1: a lot when we were starting we the show off. We yeah.
2: did. We really yeah. did. No, I mean, because we like Microsoft but no so, I mean, it's, it's a fair point, but we all use Apple products, so we're I, we're we use making what we a use. big
1: expansion in our office to um, developing more on an Android this year. So cool. we'll see how yeah. it goes. Oh, so. I
0: really appreciate feedback like that. It no, I do too, because it's actually it's yeah. a very
1: fair point. But, yeah. but I will also always use Apple products. I was going to say Microsoft I'm not going <laughs> to use Windows. Yeah. I'm
2: yeah. not going to use Android as my main device, but but we'll I am like open my to like, using from it
1: from
0: my dead hands.
2: Oh yeah, no, like. A couple years ago when I, when I locked up my iPhone for 10 days and used Windows <gasps> Phone um, 8 really? as my main th- Yeah, I did. Um, and then everybody copied me. And it, it was a great experiment. But it was really, like, it was hard. Yeah. You,
0: awesome. You're still with us. Awesome. And
2: that's what matters. I am. I am. My mom My mom was so funny about this. She was like, <laughs> so this means no iMessage until, I was like, this is my text. She was like, so this means I can't iMessage you until X is over. I'm like, Yep.
0: Oh no. She took a hip <laughs> for the team.
2: She did. She did. It for the, she like... did. Me... All right. I
1: got All parties to go to. You guys. got parties to we go to Have know.
0: a really great week at
1: w Dub-dub, at Dub Dub. Dub Dub. Don't call it Dub called. Dub.
0: All right. Terminated. Bye.
1: Terminated. Terminated. Terminated.